All right, I think I'm finally going to get to finish this message. I've been trying for three or two or three weeks, and actually I'm trying to not finish it again tonight. I'm trying to get Elizabeth to share what's on her heart. Caught her off guard. So uh, we've been talking about praise, and let me tell you, I can't, I can't express this enough. We really went into it, um, not last week, but the week before, about how you want out of your hole and get to praise in the Lord. We sang that song this, this evening, a uh, uh, beautiful one, My Soul, My Soul Must Sing. Can I tell you? Your soul must sing. Your soul must praise. You're, you've got to praise. Your flesh, you have got to praise. Praise when you're hurting. Praise when you're feeling good. Praise the Lord. Somebody praise the Lord. Say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's right. Praise the Lord. I don't, I don't know how. I, I guess I could jump up and down and make a big fuss up here. Maybe it would sink in a little bit better. But how, do we, how, do, how, how does God reach you? You know, there's going to have to come a time where you just decide, okay, I'm going to praise you today. I'm going to praise you today. We started looking at this. We've looked at six different scriptural facts about praise. And I'm going to finish tonight. Number seven is the sacrifice of praise. Praise is a sacrifice. It costs you something. Tonight, we may not have done one single song you liked. You may say, Pastor, I've gone a year without hearing a song I like. Uh... One of my favorite speakers, his name is Bishop Joseph Garlington. Um, he's an African-American pastor in Pittsburgh that I got to hear down at Ron Phillips Church. And he's a worship leader and a singer, phenomenal singer. But he was talking about going to the aquarium and looking at this big, fat, ugly fish. And, you know, he just found himself talking to the Lord. Lord, why in the world did you make that? That's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And the Lord spoke to him and said, I didn't make it for you. My, my reading today was Job. It was, was the book of Job and the end of Job. Hallelujah. Job is, is tough for me to get through. But at the end of Job, God starts saying, Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Were you there when I created everything? Were you there? Who are you? You know, sometimes we sit here and battle with our identity, not knowing who we are in Christ, and we need to know. But also, we need to know God's God, and we're not. We can be on the flip side of that, too. And that's what we sang in uh, Indescribable. Does anybody catch that? Let's just, uh, Indescribable. I want you to get the impact of these songs that we sing. Who has told every lightning bolt where it should go? Or seen heavenly storehouses laden with snow? Who imagined the sun and gives source to its light, yet conceals it to bring us the coolness of night? God is so smart. He is, he is perfect. His timing is perfect. His responses are perfect. His provision is perfect. 
we come in here and we don't do the songs you like, you know what? You're about to give more sacrifice than you would have if we did your favorite song. If you have the right attitude, me and Pete were doing the dishes two nights ago, and Pete was like, oh, okay, or, or yes, sir, dripping with, you know what, yes, sir. And I'm like, Pete, you're going to lose your blessing, and you're still going to have to do the dishes. Let's do this with the right attitude, because you want to get your blessing. You're still going to have to do it. You might as well get the blessing with it. If not, you're going to get more than you expected. Shut your mouth. Let good things come out of your mouth. Can I encourage you? I don't want to say that to you. Shut your mouth. But you know what? Blessings waiting for you. It's waiting for you. Speak it out of your mouth, regardless of what you see, regardless of what you feel. It is a sacrifice. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11. Blake, we're jumping in right in the middle. It says, The voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who will say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, his mercy endures forever. And of those who will bring praise, who will bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. Who is going to bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord? You know, somebody's got to do it. When we come in, somebody's got to bring it. Uh, You know, this translation, I feel like it gives real meaning. The sacrifice God wants us to bring into his house is praise. It says in Hebrews 13, 15, Therefore by him, Jesus Christ, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. What's the sacrifice of praise? It is the fruit of our lips giving praise to his name. I want to encourage you. Good things will happen to you when you obey the word. Good things will happen to you. Things will start happening to me now. You know what? You can say that. Why? Because I'm praising the Lord and his word says so. And I can count on him. If nastiness is coming out of your mouth, you can expect a return on that. You can. If you praise God when you feel happy, everything's going well, that's good, but it's not a sacrifice. When everything's going wrong and you still praise God, that is a sacrifice. It costs you something to praise God when you don't feel like it. That's the time we need to praise Him the most. Why do we praise Him? Do you remember? Because He's good. His mercy is everlasting. And do you remember? His truth endures to all generations. Those reasons never change. So when should we praise God? Psalm 145 verse 2 says, Every day I will bless you. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day. Forever and ever. Psalm 34 begins with this explanation. A psalm of David, it's, it says up there at the top, a psalm of David when he pretended madness before Abimelech who drove him away and he departed. David is pretending like he's crazy. David had to flee from his native land because the person he, he served, Saul, was trying to kill him. He kept telling his best friend, Jonathan, your dad's trying to kill me. Jonathan's like, no, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. 
let me go find out. Well, Saul throws a spear at him, his son. Yeah, David, I think he is trying to kill you. Maybe you should go. In order to protect himself, he had to pretend like he was crazy because he was the king's man in another land. Scripture says that he slobbered on his beard and scraped on the doors with his nails like a madman. I won't do that. And in 1 Samuel chapter 21, verse 14, King Abimelech said, Look, you see, this man is insane. Why have you brought him to me? Have I need of a madman? I love that. Do I need somebody crazy? Is that what I need? Now, if you can understand where David is in this time, let's look at his reaction to the situation. Psalm 34, verse 1. If you go and look at Psalm 34, and I believe in the New King James, it'll say a, a Psalm of David where he pretended like he was crazy. Psalm 34, 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. I love David. Do you know why? The reason I love him is because he messed up a lot. I can relate. But he always repented and he always praised the Lord. Why was he a man after God's own heart? Because he was perfect? No, he wasn't perfect. Because he fulfilled the kingdom of God for his generation. Do you know that it says that he fulfilled the will, the will, the, the, the will that God had placed on him for his generation? How did he do that? By messing up and repenting and loving the Lord and obeying the Lord and planting his word deep in his heart. What that, I will bless the Lord at all times, that's what makes a man or woman of God. When you're down and everything's against you and you see no natural reason for doing it, you still praise the Lord. How do we praise? Psalm 111, the psalmist says, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. We've got to be careful not to praise God half-hearted. And it's easy to come in here and mouth the words. I want to encourage you, when you come in here, put your praise on. Put it on. You know, you get dressed. You remember? We get dressed in praise. We've got to physically put it on. Put on the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He is worthy to be praised with your whole heart. So I want to encourage you, put everything you've got into it. Psalm 63 verse 4 says, Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Pastor, I don't like to raise my hands. You know what? It's going to be a sacrifice when you do it. Pastor, I don't like that. Take it up with God. How do you think the king looked like this? His wife thought he looked funny. And his wife paid for it. Now look, my, my watch is stuck to me. My wife and I were out in the, in the yard, out in the deck, 100 degree weather, fixing 
tomato plants today. Hallelujah. Dripping with sweat. Hallelujah. Praise God. You better work those tomato plants or you won't get no tomatoes. Pastor, you still got your arms in there? Yeah, I do. (laughs) I don't know what to do with my hands. good place for him right here surrender praise whatever it's to God take it however you want it God I am completely surrendering but I'm also got my hands in the air saying you are God and I love you I will worship you you know what you leave your hands up long enough you'll quit worried about being embarrassed and it'll start hurting (laughs) sacrifice I really don't know that I can move from here. This is the right place. Put that scripture back up. I will bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Enough said. What is this? This is positioning. This is correct positioning. This is godly positioning. It's positioning you to get blessed. You get down... Get your hands in the air. What are you doing? I'm saying my God is God, not me. I'm I'm helpless. You know what this is? I surrender. I give up. God says, I can work with that guy. It's right where I wanted him. Psalm 63, verse 5. My soul shall be satisfied with as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. So the hands and the mouth and the lips are all instruments of praise. Your whole body is involved in praising God. Psalm 149 verse 3 and 150 verse 4 says, Let them praise his name with the dance. Praise him with the timbrel and the dance. God likes a drummer. I know it's hard to grasp, but he does. I got one that got that. I got one that's... Amen. My drummer's listening. Most drummers are deaf. But you know what? The Spirit can speak to them. Huh? (laughs) Who should praise God? Psalm 148 lists 29 different categories of creatures and people that are exhorted to praise God. But in case anybody was left out, the last verse in Psalm chapter 150 says, Let everything that has breath. Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Pastor, I'm just not comfortable praising the Lord. Get comfortable with it. You will be doing it for all eternity. You better do it now. You're missing a blessing. Your breath, number one, can I tell you your breath was given to you? So you should praise God. Is there anybody who doesn't praise the Lord? Yes. God? Is that you, honey? Oh, okay. 
Is there anybody that doesn't praise the Lord? And I'll close right here. Psalm 115, verse 17. We got that, Blake? The dead don't praise the Lord. You, know, you want to know when you can quit praising? When you're dead? I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you, though, you'll start right back up. <laughs> and it'll be real. It'll be perfect. It'll be the most wonderful thing ever. Death can't, death can't get a hold of us. Can I encourage you just a minute? If you're afraid of death, death death's not going to get you. Death's not going to get you. Satan thinks it is. He's out to kill us. Well, you know what? That, there are worse things in this life. I will praise the Lord like I've never praised Him when I breathe my last breath. I'm not, I'm not looking to die. But my scripture says it's going to be better when I do. Amen? But the dead don't praise. Are you alive? You praise. That's the only group of people. So if you don't praise the Lord, you know your problem. You're dead. I get Elizabeth. Praise the Lord. Everybody say hallelujah. If you want to come alive, praise the Lord. You want the Lord to start moving in your life? Praise the Lord. And can I tag on what I said last week? Forgive. When you're done forgiving, praise the Lord. When you're done praising, forgive. When you get done forgiving, praise. And it's a never-ending chore. It's not a chore. It's the wrong word. Never-ending duty. It is a duty. <laughs> word sounds funny. It is. <laughs> it's a responsibility. You know, we, I, I try my best to have fun and to be completely relevant, but you need to go out of here praising the Lord. Pastor, I, you don't know what I'm going through. Even more reason to do it. Fred, if you don't mind, come up and talk to Elizabeth about it. And I'll close up and I'll let you finish. But come up and talk with, talk with her just for a second. Come on up. Come on up and just sit down beside her. But I want you to catch this. I want you to catch this. You are called to praise the Lord. Are you living and breathing? You are called to praise. Pastor, I'm not a pastor. You're called to praise. No, you're called to praise. You. You want out of your hole? Praise the Lord. I'm going to go ahead and just do this in the practical sense again. How do you praise the Lord? Just say, praise the Lord. Raise your hands up in the air. Say, hallelujah. Say, I love you, Lord. You are good. You are good for your mercy endures forever. If you can't remember, write it down. That boy, Milton, that's what I'm talking about. I will praise the Lord. 
When I come into the sanctuary, I will praise the Lord. When I get into my car, I will praise the Lord. When I go into my business, I will praise the Lord. When I get into my job, I'm going to praise the Lord. When I have conflict, I'm going to praise the Lord. You may do it under your breath. You may do it to yourself, but I will praise the Lord. And Lord, I expect you to come through for me in my, in my down times. When I get down, if I will praise the Lord, I'm not supposed to stay down. Are you battling depression? Take a pill of praise. Start there. Start there. Start there. All right. Let me bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, just give thanks to you. We just praise your holy name for you alone are worthy. Lord, we acknowledge your authority. We acknowledge your kingdom. Father, we acknowledge your word. And either we're going to obey it or we're playing a game. Either we're going to obey it or we're playing a game. You are holy, wonderful, marvelous, glorious, omnipotent, righteous, and mighty. Lord, we praise you. We lift you up. We magnify. We glorify. We exalt you. We extol you. We adore you. Hallelujah. I just pray that all weapons formed against you shall not prosper. That as the enemy rises up, as we submit to you, and as we praise your name, that enemy has to flee. I proclaim victory over you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Victory. And I encourage you, praise the Lord before you see any result. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We worship you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. I hope you have a great week. We will see you bright and early Sunday morning, 8, 15 or 10.30. Amen? God bless you. Have a great night.